0: if it's posted on there yep it says I'm live uh,
1: so let's see and it'll post like you posted cool. yeah be...
0: yep and then we got the twitch viewer thing at the top left so you can see how many people on twitch are viewing um, let me see yep yeah, so we're good on there and so I'm sure on twitch we're fine um, but, yeah, let's, I guess, share away.
2: Uh,
1: yeah, yeah, can you send me the link?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Cool. Or just, like, uh, message me on Facebook or something like that?
0: Yeah, I'll do that instead, <laughs> actually. Cool.
1: Um, that way I can share the Facebook link around on some groups and stuff.
0: Yeah, I usually work off of Messenger. So when <laughs> you were like, oh, I do email, I was like, oh, no.
1: <laughs> All right, <laughs> I got to
0: get used to that again. All right.
1: With, with, the, with the studio, I work through email and stuff. Oh, just yeah. Like messenger everything i just get lost
0: yeah listen man that's the goal for my life i i want to do that so bad like <laughs> for a living so so yeah bad.
1: it's it's uh it's pretty hard <laughs> oh, i yeah. mean it's not it's not the hardest thing in the world
0: no but if you love it and it's worth doing it you know then
1: yeah for sure
0: yeah so i said to choose,
1: so yeah. on the the facebook stream i'll be able to i'll be able to see all the comments and shit like that
0: yeah, and I'm actually sharing it also to other
1: Dang, that's cool. It has like closed captions.
0: Yeah, Facebook does that. <laughs> I didn't notice that's, that until it. like I think a few streams ago it started doing that's, that and I was like alright.
1: Very, very cool.
0: Yeah, I <laughs> that is not my uh not OBS on my end. At least I understand. But yeah, let me send this to some i think i just sent it to the okay never mind i thought i sent it to a group twice i was about to be very concerned uh, i guess i gotta do this on my phone to get this to... wanna work
2: <laughs> um
0: Oh, also something you can do that I do sometimes is start a watch party. Which, if they want to enter the, I don't see any CBT here. What? <laughs> Ethan, what do you mean? Oh, wait, why is it not? Hold on. Is my chat on? Yeah, it is. Oh, duh, it's not going to show me that it's... Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. It did pop on the screen. Hey, buddy. It's my, <laughs> my kiddo.
1: Oh, yeah awesome
0: i love you guys see you in like 15 years bye bye buddy all right
1: o'clock all right yeah um, i just shared to shared to a group and shared it to my personal
0: oh thank god it's letting me do the thing on mobile where it <laughs> lets me share to multiple groups at the same time oh cool. uh, ble- papa bless <laughs> I shared everywhere i could before it kicked me out of sharing all
1: right Uh,
2: cool
0: i think we're good to go all right um oh let me start a watch party how
1: do you start a watch party
0: so if you hit share on the stream like if uh you should see it Uh on my facebook now if you hit share there should be an option called watch party or start yep. watch party yeah and basically so their chats won't show up on the stream unless uh, they um
1: unless they're in the actual video unless they click the actual video
0: yeah but it'll have an option say open live video and then it'll move them into that actual chat okay so but if needed i'll keep an eye on my end on mine um but ethan from sodomize <laughs> is <laughs> definitely saying some wonderful things i love see him. i can't
1: i can't see his uh comments
0: it should be on the bottom left he's the uh, Exodus 21
1: but on, on facebook i'm not seeing anything any comments at all
0: oh the, it's a twitch comment
1: uh, that's Twitch. I, okay yeah all yeah, right, yeah. Right, cool.
0: any right. yeah any comments at all will be over in that uh left area but if you're looking just for the ones on facebook yeah they'll they'll be there or obviously in the facebook stream but okay, okay. yeah we should be good all right, yeah. I think we're good. I think it's been shared enough around. Let's uh let's do this. So, just to get started, um, we're here with Chris Whited. Um, and I guess, you know, who are you? What do you do?
1: Uh um I am Chris Whited. I've run a studio called 1776 Recordings, and I play drums in a band called Body Snatcher.
0: Hell yeah. Now, so i uh somebody told me before because i was trying to like make sure i kind of researched a bit uh on some other things we could talk about because i know king conquer so i know actually the person in the twitch chat mentioned that like you should talk about that so where did where did king conquer come from like how did that all start out because you drum you do still drum for them or you don't drum for them anymore
1: i mean uh it, it the band's not really a thing anymore but Uh, yeah i mean technically i'm still in the band but um it's yeah it's not like a active active thing for sure
0: for sure (laughs) i just Um, know somebody was gonna kill me if i didn't mention it
1: but uh, (laughs) but yeah that band was like a before it was king conquer it was another band and before that it was another band and it was like a band (laughs) i I, like we started playing shows with with that band in like 2002 so yeah Oh it's a god. Long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My man. Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, so that was like freshman year of high school. All right. Or 2003 is freshman year. No, 2002. Yeah. And uh I'm old, dude. Yeah, um, <laughs> It's on okay. uh But yeah, it was um I mean, I wouldn't be where I am without King Conquer. That's for sure. I wouldn't oh. even start playing drums if it wasn't for my brother. My brother like started that band you know has a different name a long time ago and then he was like hey you got to learn how to play drums and i was like all right <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah like I, w- I want us to hang out so can you learn this for yeah. me please yeah, yeah no for sure for sure well that that's all right then i i didn't and realize that it yeah. wasn't active and for that, that band
1: way, i mean we did a lot with that band we uh mm-hmm. we toured a lot and you know put out some cool cds and you know we had we had a lot going for us actually and then uh I don't know, things just kind of fell apart. Members kind of yeah. got crazy. And...
0: Yeah, that can definitely happen. You know, longevity, it's pretty amazing if you can, like, obtain it or, like, maintain it. But it definitely seems like, as of late, like, it's really hard to do, especially with, like, the pandemic and stuff. You know, you've got people who've... They've got to go tend to, like, their livelihoods that aren't within bands. Because some mm-hmm. people's aren't, and yeah. But... Yeah, well, I'm going to have to listen to some more King Conquer whenever this
1: stream is done. People were
0: telling me it went hard, so I don't doubt a, it. like
1: an EP that came out in like 2008, and uh, it's heavy. For 2008, it is heavy. And then in uh, 2010, we had an album come out. There was a full-length on Media Scare Records. And then uh, we had another full-length come out in 2013. And that's what kind of ruined us with that band is because the the second album was done being recorded at the end of 2011 and it took the label over a year to pay for the record so we couldn't put it out until all, like halfway through 2013 oh, so Jesus. like we had we had we had a, like a three-year uh album cycle you know what i mean we put like from 2010 to 2013 that's a long ass fucking time <laughs> yeah and uh that kind of fucked us but um uh I mean, in 2013, it, it, it all it, it was good. We had a bunch of hype and stuff, but uh, just members fell apart, and it just it was just too much stress.
0: Yeah, no, I could definitely imagine. Which it's crazy that you've been like involved in like the scene and industry for so long, like already. And then yeah.
1: So, so when did the hop
0: to <laughs> when did the hop to body snatcher start?
1: Or was that like? Um... Hold on one second. I'm trying to open up the Twitch thing so I can But uh... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't wanna hear it. It's the thing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're I got good. it. Alright. Um What was the question again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. I was just kind of asking, so like, how did you get like going with Body Snatcher? Like what's what's kind of the story behind
1: that? <laughs> so with Body Snatcher, it was I was working i ran a studio with an with another dude and um he had previously recorded the the first ep the body snatcher did the abandonment ep so they were coming back to record another full length which was death of me and i me and me and him were working together at the time so so we we tracked death of me with body snatcher and i was like dang Like that band loses their drummer, like that would that would be a band that I would start (laughs) touring again because like it's just just balls heavy. Yeah, dude. It's just like the most fun music to play if you really like heavy music. And I'm like probably one of the probably into heavy music more than a lot of people are. Like I I I really am in it to win it when it comes to the heavy (laughs) music scene. You know what I mean? Mm and uh so yeah we recorded that album and we like the album was done like a year before they even got signed almost like they like kind of sat on it we're trying to shop it out to try and get signed and stuff like that and they ended up getting signed and they did like some tours and stuff like that and then in two thousand. 17, it was like the beginning of 2017, the, they kept having to get like fill-ins for tours and stuff like that, and then the drummer quit one of the guitar players quit um and so basically you know, and the, and the the drummer, or the bass player at the time got kicked out so it was like they lost three members right away and it was just Kyle Medina and this kid Frankie and um so they Kyle was almost like, yo, I'm done. Like, like I'm not can't even do it anymore, you know? And he t- he he hit me up on Facebook and was like, dude, because me and him had like started like this little side project together at the time called this band called Kim, like K I M. And uh, it was sick. But it was just me and him just just being dumb, writing heavy music for fun, you know what I mean? And yeah. we both did we both did vocals on it. So it was just an internet thing But um no, that's yeah, so, so yeah. Kyle hit me up And was like dude I don't know What I'm gonna do And I was like oh, I mean See if Frankie can write a song And I'll write the drums To it and record it all And shit and see, see what happens And that was uh That song called Exterminate that we put out like a, like two A little over two years ago And um so they came we recorded that and i was like yeah i'll like i'll be in the band and he was a huge king conquer fan so he was like what (laughs) yeah and i was like yeah dude like like i like the music a lot you know what i mean and um so we did a tour that was well actually before we did a tour we we, didn't have a bass player yet you know so oh
2: yeah
0: that uh, (laughs) that's always fun
1: so we, you remember the band Float Face Down? They're like, they're were, they were a very heavy deathcore band from like 2010 era. But I you know it's a long time ago as well. But anyways, yeah. they, I had toured with them before because they toured with King Conqueror a couple of times and their, their singer passed away and they were doing a memorial show and Kyle Medina went up to Jersey and he did, he sang for a couple songs uh, for the memorial show for their singer and he met their bass player there and he was like, "Hey, what do you think about Kyle Shope?" and I was like, "Oh, I fucking love that kid." And he was like, "What if we get him to play bass?" and I was like, "Yeah, that would be <laughs> sick." So then we did a we did a tour that was Kyle Medina, Shope, me, and Frankie. And that was a tour with Ingested and Signs of the Swarm. Mm. That was like that was at the tail end of uh of 2017 or like maybe like late spring 2017 and um i don't know we did that tour and we get home from that tour and frankie was like hey uh i don't think i want to do this anymore and we're (laughs) like what like frankie we like we like just got members and uh Mm -hmm. we were already talking about adding a second guitar player which was kyle carter from the from Beacon's and Dili Paza. Me, me and him used to be in Dili Paza together a while ago. Oh, okay. And uh, so we were already like teaching him the songs. He just wasn't on a tour with us. And then like, I I hit up Carter and I was like, hey, uh, you're the guitar player, Frankie quit," <laughs> and,
0: and, oh, yeah. and I was
1: like, <laughs> we need to write something to get it out so people know that like the new members are, are serious people because... We we were we got we got me that used to be in King Conquer, we got Kyle Show that used to be in Flow Face Down and then Kyle Carter that was in Beacons and, and Dealy and it was just like everything worked out so good because we all had tour experience, we all had years and years of experience writing music. And I we, we hit up the label and we're like, yo, we wanna release an EP and they were like, No, let's just do a deluxe version of Death of Me and five new songs on it we're like all right cool so those five new songs that were on the deluxe version the death of me we wrote and recorded those songs in like seven days and had it ready to be sent out <laughs> and it, it oh, is shit. so sick oh my! And yeah God. That, so so that's how like body snatcher as most people know it mm-hmm. came to came to life
0: yeah because uh-huh. i know i definitely had like a weird like my entry in the middle has been a very weird one. It did, well, I say weird. I started in about like 2007, I think, when I got mm-hmm. into it for the first time. I listened to because I was a I was a big old Christian boy back then, and so
2: mm-hmm.
0: I was like, I need Devil Devilwrest Prada. This is great. And then I found Four Today, and I was like, Oh my god! And then like for like I think three years, I was just on that metalcore thing or Christcore era, which yeah, dude, I
1: loved a lot of those bands.
0: Dude, Christcore era was is so good it's so good but and then i discovered in the midst of lions and that's dude, when i i, I,
1: tou- I toured with them did you really
0: lion. oh my yep. god dude matt's Wait, vocals was, inspired oh, yeah. me to like go so much harder and stuff because i used to try to like figure out okay well how do i do stuff like we came as romans or mm-hmm. uh like my currency like how do i do stuff like that and then i heard that and i was like oh my god this dude's beefy herod's demise song fucking... Yep. I
1: had... Yeah, that, ev- that song was the jam back Dude, in the day.
0: I have every album, or I did before I moved, I had all of them. Like, there was not a single song, I think, that I did not enjoy from In the Midst of Lions. I never got to see them, though. And then I found out they had a reunion in 2017, and I didn't know about it. Really? Yeah, they played Face Down Festival, and I was like, are you, oh, yeah. are you kidding me? Which...
1: Yeah, I, we toured with, uh... Uh... Hold on one second. Um... <laughs> Yeah, it was. King Conquer, I I the Breather in the midst of lions, burning the masses, thick as blood, and his blood runs black.
0: Oh my! Oh my God! And his yeah. blood runs black. My yeah. man, did you get to meet Ledge?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, we did thirty days with them.
0: Oh my God, dude! I remember when I was younger, cause like I still like I always thought drums were cool, but I've still never like gotten into playing them, cause. I just haven't gotten the time to. Uh, well, I say that, but I've always put everything on my vocals. But man, I'll never forget somebody being like, "Hey man, check out this drummer. He's super sick." And they show me that studio video of Lech just yeah. <laughs> going ham. And so I was nuts. Like, oh my god. Like I think that's kind of for me when I started going down like the deathcore-esque like mm-hmm. path, and then going from there. But yeah, yeah man, like. It's weird. And then finally, like hearing body snatcher and stuff, that didn't happen until like probably well, bands similar or like that heavy until like maybe twenty sixteen. And that's kind yeah. of when things
1: got that's to when, where that's, are now. Yeah. People that's like people started to be started to try and find ways to be heavier around them, you know
0: what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, and, for sure.
1: And like I mean there's some bands that I'm like, God, nobody's that heavy that they were from like a long time ago. Like I don't know. I think, I think the red card is like one of the heaviest bands ever, even though they're like super techie, but I love that band.
0: Oh yeah. Like for sure. There's been a lot of bands where like, I wish they didn't like go like, even though in my heart, this band, uh, technically left and hasn't come back yet. But, uh, the heart machine, when that,
1: dude, that was heavy. That's like Ion Dissonance. Do you remember that band?
0: They were, they were like,
1: they're from, uh, canada as well and i on oh my god that band is heavy
0: dude oh my god (laughs) the only reason i don't really consider them alive anymore as a band now is because i mean they did have a song come out recently but it's just i don't i don't know why they don't just hire somebody to like i think they tried to have somebody on and then but the guitar work was like mixed really bad or something like that because i remember listening to the song and i was like what is this (laughs) And then they came out with another song, and I guess the guitarist decided I'm just gonna do all the vocals too, and so he would try to do the vocals from the first album, and it just, it just did not work. And so to me, unfortunately, the Heart Machine is, is gone. But yeah, <laughs> that was probably one of my like top bands back in the day. And then like Zaynor, I don't even know if anybody remembers Zayanort.
1: No. Yeah, huh.
0: like I, I was all over the spectrum like of music, but like.
1: Oh yeah, me too. I mean, I liked a lot of stuff that wasn't heavy. You know? <laughs> yeah, like, like oh. my my uh, my guilty pleasures, like like Mayday Parade and All Time Low and stuff. Like oh, like a lot yeah. of like like, like the, the emo pop, pop pop punk bands. You know what I mean? I, I loved that shit.
0: Oh yeah, God. I think I think I just listened to a lot of Daft Punk back in the day.
1: Really? Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, and like oh. Random Maximus Memories. I still, oh, of course, I still bop that all the time. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I feel like now, though, I always try to listen to other things for the sake of one, obviously, because I try to enjoy them. But two, it gives me a bit more of like an outlook of maybe how I could approach things lyrically, vocally, because I know for me, until I heard like bands like Body Snatcher or Strangled even, um, or just bands that are really aggressive, like vocally
2: yeah.
0: or not vocally, but like lyrically, I never thought that like you could do that. And People would be like, Wow, this is great. I just always yeah. thought, Oh, it has to be super elegant or it has to have like super high end words. And then it was just, I,
1: <laughs> I heard,
0: um, dude, oh God. Strangled
1: Strangled is the most aggressive band <laughs> dude, ever.
0: It's so nutty because, like, I think it's Jacob, I think is his name,
1: uh, um, the, the, the vocalist or the bass player,
0: uh, vocalist. I'm pretty yeah. sure is uh i'm pretty sure it's jacob yeah but he yeah, came from broken jacob. flesh yeah came seeing him from broken flesh because i think yep. i saw them once hmm? slaps thank you
1: <laughs> it slaps thank you
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah my wife is telling me she learned how to temper a fry but, Hell yeah, that's sick. But yeah, no, I I remember hearing about him in like Broken Flesh. And I think he was in another band, um, but I always forget what it's called. But it, it's like way more like Infinite Annihilator Death Quarry than it is like mm. Strangled.
1: But like, oh yeah.
0: Oh no, dude! When I heard it was a uh, vocalist from Broken yeah, Flesh, I, I, I was
1: like, oh. I think that I. I i love jacob's vocals but the parts when when josh starts to yes! like, do, do like the hype up parts and stuff i'm just like oh my god i'm pissed right now dude it makes oh me so pissed
0: oh my god
1: man you but they're also like you can't you can't fake their anger like those dudes are angry and a lot of bands try and do that but they're not it's not real and strangled is real
0: it's very, very real. I actually talked with because I was very curious, like how do they do their writing process? And Soda was actually telling me that like they each write their own things. So like they don't know what they're writing like in regards to the track. They just know they're writing their own part and somebody's writing their own part and then they come together and that's how those songs come to be, which is that's insane sick. to me. Yeah, I was like, wow, <laughs> that's actually really interesting. But like and then sleep is definitely in my opinion so far. My favorite song by them, easy, hands oh, yeah. down. But yeah,
1: it's sick.
0: nah, man. The new stuff, that's coming.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I don't
0: know. Oh uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> oh, uh, I to-
1: I talk to Soda like every day.
0: Yeah. No, nah, I. Yeah, he's been really. It's weird because I didn't know if I ever was gonna get into the scene like in Oklahoma because I did. Mm-hmm. I've been doing vocals for about twelve years, I think, but cool. I never really got into being able to be in a band like consistently until I think the Glasgow Smile we played one or I played one show with them uh, and it was with the Faceless, Rings of Saturn Last 10 Seconds and I think a few other people and then I thought I was going to be in the Doom Eternal game uh, and then I found out I wasn't yeah because at that time they were doing like the the metal choir thing and the way Uh, they emailed it out was like oh yeah you got it you're just going to come to Texas and I was like wow alright this is great and then when I said, hey, so what? what's the plan? They're like, hey, so I don't know why you thought you were, you were coming. I was like, what? So that whole Dang, thing, that I, I was so angry. Because then after that, because I technically would have had a second show with Demon Seed. But I was like, guys, I am i don't want to miss my chance to be in a, a game, <laughs> let alone yeah, it yeah. be Doom. And then some stuff happened after that, and that went... But then Xerophthalmia happened, and that's kind of where I've been since. And then I also do like... The studio projects, but like, man, Soto has been one of the nicest people that I've met, like, in the scene, hands down, easily. Like, I, it's just nice to talk to somebody who, like, I can learn. Cause, like I said, I didn't really get into the scene. I still don't know a lot about the scene here. I really feel like very outside of the spectrum in comparison to everything else, but like, he's been, like, really helpful on helping me, like, get into it.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, like, like, yeah, he he's 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 the best dude.
0: Oh yeah, like if it wasn't for him, I don't think we would have played the shows we've played. Like we've played with Whitechapel, we've played with uh I think Signs was our first show. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. like I'm sure he probably put in good words cuz other than that, that was,
1: I don't the the, the the first time I ever met Soda was uh, when we played it wasn't 89th it was somewhere else, but uh, it was it was Signs of Swarm Uh, and it it was Soto's other band, Abra construct. Yeah. Zach is uh, ingested.
0: Oh my God. Yeah, dude, Zach's a monster. I, I don't understand how he goes that fast, but
1: yeah, he's crazy. Yeah. But he's also like, you can tell he's very disciplined.
0: Oh yeah. Significantly. Plus he, I mean, you have to be, I'm assuming to be able to run like a dog or puppy training, like Academy Mm -hmm. thing. Like, yeah, but, but super nice dude. Um, but I guess if we can jump into another thing, I think something that would be very interesting to talk about is we kind of talked about, like, the bands and stuff that you were all in um, and, you know, how you got to start doing drums and everything like that. But, like, what got you into the music industry? Like, what got you, like, networked in and to where you have all the connections you have? Everything kind of like that.
1: Basically, touring. Touring is huge. Like, when if you go on tour, it doesn't matter... What bands you're on tour with? Like, like if if you're with a group of people for thirty days, unless you're a shitty person, you're gonna be <laughs> friends yeah. with all of them. You know what I mean? And like, for me, I've I've always became friends with you know most everyone that we've toured with. And the end of tour for me is all is always pretty hard because you're like saying yeah. bye to what have been your best friends for the last month. You know, people that you spend your entire days with and uh so it it really just comes down to to being being real you know what i mean like don't (laughs) be fake don't try and impress anybody just be a real dude and people the other people that are real that matter are gonna you know you're you're both gonna kind of latch on to the same type of things and you're gonna become really good friends and that that's what's really helped me a lot is uh just touring for so long like it's been you know i did my first tour in 2006 yeah so it's been it's been a long time and then you know just just gaining trust from people that you've worked with over the years like booking agents and managers and stuff like that like like i can pretty much vouch for if i vouch for somebody any of those people know that i'm being serious about it and like like bands that i've recorded i've gotten countless bands like hooked up with booking agents hooked up with managers hooked up with labels just because people will you know they trust my word because i've never i've never done anything shitty to them you know
2: (laughs) yeah
0: yeah no it's definitely i think especially nowadays though even before like covid happening and everything like that i feel like networking is still like a mystery to a lot of people. I know, especially for like, when I first started uh, doing stuff with Xerothomia, you know, all I knew was, okay, we need to figure out maybe who our audience is, kind of go from there. And then, you know, as far as like who I can talk to, to like maybe work with getting features going, work with insight on how to market, things like that. Like, it's, it's kind of hard to like learn how to talk to people. I remember like when we played with Signs of the Swarm, I wanted to talk to Dave um or david uh however he goes it by uh but it's just it was just it felt really awkward and not in like a bad sense of like on him or anything it was just i didn't know how to talk to him and i feel like that's
1: the the, um, i don't i I don't know how to put it i i mean I, i i know what you're saying because you know i get i get people come up and like talk to me at shows and and i always i always you know try and treat everybody exactly the same and and there are people that come up, and, and you can tell that they they just they, they feel out of place, kind of, or they, they mm-hmm. feel scared. They, I don't know. They, they feel anxious to talk to somebody in a band. You know? Oh, yeah. But, Definitely. like, in all reality, like, nobody's any different. You yeah. Know? Like, 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 most people, are going to be like, yo, what's up, dude? You know? And, like, what's your name? And, you know you guys introduce each other have a little conversation and like try and have a topic that you, that you know that they're going to be intrigued in you know but mm-hmm. i i i know it's hard but the main thing that people have to realize is just like don't try and do anything or say anything to impress somebody because mm-hmm. th- that that is a direct throw off like the biggest thing I can do, don't go up to a lead singer and be like, "Hey, dude, check out my vocals." That's something. <laughs> that's not, that's something that you, that you just don't do. As soon as you do that, the person's going to be like, "God, are you serious?" Like, like. So, go up to somebody, introduce yourself, say, "Hi, I'm Chris. Nice to meet you. You guys did a really good job tonight," or something like that. And then the next time the band comes through, go back and do the exact same thing. Say. Hey, what's up, dude? I'm Chris. I introduced myself to you last time. And, and then then you'll get like 30 more seconds. And then over time, you're going to build a relationship at just how you would start a friendship with anybody in your life.
0: Yeah, because I know for me back in the day, you know, it was always a constant thing of like, what do I even say? Like, what, do, do they want to talk about vocals? Because, I mean, I know I like discussing yeah. them, but I don't yeah. know how everybody else feels about that. And, and then and I, it, yeah.
1: It, it's cool. It, it's cool to like dis- discuss techniques and stuff like that and and if they're and if they're like into it but see a lot of times people to be to be nice like will will kind of say that they're in into that conversation you know what i mean yeah for but, sure but you know that's just that's just people using their heart to not to not try <laughs> yeah. and uh, hurt, hurt someone's feelings basically you know what i mean but like mm-hmm. it's 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 a. Uh, it's it's very good for you to to just try and try and be as real as possible and 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 not let it get to you that it's somebody in a band because and when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, they eat food and go to sleep and wake yeah. up and take a shirt just like you. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely, definitely. I
0: know, especially because in Glasgow, you know, that was my well, that wasn't my first first experience with like a show with a lot of really notable people, but it was like one of those moments of like i don't know how to approach it and then kind of when the zerothalmia era started for me which is still i guess is going like that was kind of the moment i was like man there's really no reason for me to like just be like hey man you want to discuss how like vocal techniques and stuff because i mean just because i enjoy that doesn't mean they do and i'm sure the last thing they want
1: to a lot of times a lot of times like like uh when people are coming up in the scene and like it's good to discuss those things with other people that are coming up in the scene with other people that are like learning how to do vocals and stuff like that Mm -hmm. but i i mean in in my experience most dudes that are in bands you ask them what technique they do they're like i don't know i just you know (laughs) pretty much yeah if you ask kyle medina how he does vocals he'll be like i just yell really loud and and then i (laughs) do some of them low and some of them not as low. You know, and he's, he's like, I could never tell you how I do vocals. I just start screaming.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, definitely. Like, like looking back now, I'm just like, man, I don't blame them. I think I have had somebody come to me whenever we did play a show and they're like, hey, man, can I feature in your band? And I'm like, oh, uh...
1: <laughs> OK. And that's enough. After- yeah that's another thing like like that i tell people not to like don't go up to a band and be like hey can i do this part just (laughs) go up and start yelling the part in front and hope and hope that they give you the microphone you know what i
0: mean yeah
1: i mean we we've been nice and like let people do it before and every single time they sing the part wrong (laughs) oh
0: (laughs) Oh my god i remember uh filth was coming through which it still baffles me that because it was filth and victims i forgot who the other band was but they came on a weekday, and like only maybe 20 people showed up, and it was at 89th, and I was just like, "Okay, whatever, I'm still going," because I'm probably never gonna get to see victims again. And I was right. <laughs> I haven't seen victims here since like really that show. Yeah,
1: I I, I love them. They're awesome. Oh, They're the, ni- the, the nicest band.
0: Oh yeah, I talked to Meredith. Hey, uh, are you getting yeah, any oh, yeah.
1: comments? Because I still can't see any comments anywhere.
0: Uh, I have not been seeing any comments. I don't know okay, if anybody's right, been. Cool. Yeah. I just
1: wanted. I just wanted to make sure.
0: <laughs> you're good. You're good. Yeah, I'm not seeing any either. I think I'm gonna end the watch party because the watch party's not really getting much, and I'll go ahead and go to the actual stream. And I might just reshare it just for the sake of. Yeah, you're good. Getting it out there. Um, because yeah, that's Facebook's just been dumb lately. <laughs> it's been no, so I hard to it... get things for reaching.
1: It's all good.
0: No, but um yeah what was it we were discussing about um victims yes victims yeah so i actually met meredith um when they played that show sweet such a sweetheart like oh
1: yeah the best she's awesome oh yeah absolutely crazy because like every time there's like she takes the best photos ever She she gets the best live action shots like out of any photographer that's ever taken photos of us and like we'll have a whole tour's worth of photos like every single night and like she'll just come out to the chicago show and like take photos for one night and (laughs) those are the photos that we use for the next six months (laughs) you know
0: yeah no oh my god i'll never forget like it was just such a chill experience like that i I think that was kind of the moment where i was like this is how people probably want to be talked to i probably should just (laughs) shut the fuck up about vocal stuff and just focus on just like, hey, my name is, you know, such and such. What's up?
1: Literally, just just focus on, on having a regular conversation. You yeah. know what I mean it's like, a lot of times conversations will stem out into things you had no idea they'd stem out into, and and you know what I mean. And that's uh that's 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 you're gonna get way more out of that when it comes to like building a relationship.
0: Oh, you actually have a question. And it's from Caleb from Low Life.
1: Yeah, I see that now. Yeah. Or Confined Again. Conf- uh, it says, any chance we will see you doing vocals for something like Lost Fortune or Confined Again, obviously without you-know-who. <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe, I mean, I've been kind of, me and uh, Brian Long have kind of like been like playing with the fact of like maybe doing something with Lost Fortune again but i don't know i feel like if i ever did anything it would be uh it would be just like an internet thing It would just like release an ep it wouldn't it wouldn't be like playing shows again or anything i don't think
0: yeah which that's something i have no knowledge about so <laughs> but oh, my I...
1: band that i sang for
0: oh shit man you just no, do everything
1: yeah lost fortune was a band that uh dude it was crazy it was like 2015 we put out a song and nobody knew anything and like we put out that song next morning had like 7,000 views and we didn't even have a facebook and <laughs> like we played one show but we headlined the first show that we ever played and then like two months later we did a tour with king conquer here comes to kraken Dealey plaza dahlia and uh then we just stopped playing shows <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh my god.
1: But it was really cool. Yeah, we put out EP and we had a music video for every song. It was sick. Oh shit.
0: Oh so, yeah, I guess they said that the show in Detroit in on the deathbed tour
2: was uh...
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually had our friend Sammy Morales play drums for that show because our, uh the basically everyone that was in Lost Fortune was in other bands <laughs> that was already on that tour. You know? Oh yeah, a sweet super uh, group. Our, Yeah, but I so it was like me doing vocals. Brian Long, who's the singer for Deeley Plaza, he was playing bass, and then this other kid playing guitar. And uh, our drummer couldn't go on the tour, so every night that we played, we just had somebody fill it. Sammy, Sammy, like learned the whole set like a day when we played. uh, When we played Detroit, that was awesome. Yeah, I love Sammy.
0: Oh my god! See, this is the stuff I miss out on. This is the stuff I wish. I wish I could have, like, known about, like, for bands back in the day. God, dude, yeah. I, I missed out on so was,
1: much stuff. That was 20, 2015. That, that wasn't, I mean, that was five years ago, actually. Damn, that's a long time ago.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, the shows I would go to back in the day were, like, I went to see Prada, which,
1: that yeah, was great. That,
0: that, yeah, that that never fails to disappoint. <laughs> that, that never ceases to, like, amaze me. Um, yeah. And then, what else? I think... What else have I seen live? I I saw Whitechapel before I knew who Whitechapel was. And then after I found really? out who Whitechapel was, yeah, I saw him. Uh, I think, they, yeah, I was actually with. So if I remember the lineup right, it was with Enter Shikari, which that's the only time I ever saw them live.
1: I've never seen that band.
0: <laughs> You've never seen them? Yeah, it, it was nope. an interesting experience. Uh, and then Whitechapel, I think for today was on that show also. No, it was the Chariot. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, oh.
1: Craziest live bands. Dude,
0: (laughs) oh my God. I think I have a picture of me with them from like around 2012 or something like that. I look like a child. (laughs) (laughs) But no, like that show was sick. And then, like, I think I saw August Burns Red. I think most of the shows I went to were shows that I wanted to go to, not really in regards to like seeing locals or anything. And then it was just like August Burns Red or or something like yeah. that and then once i think i got like actually finally in a band that was involved somewhat with the scene that's when everything was like oh i want to support my friends yeah stuff like that and that's kind of where that kind of went yep. after a while. yeah
1: while
0: but i mean obviously now with covid nah, <laughs> it's not really happening too
1: much um no we are uh, we're, i mean we're we're trying to figure out something to do like not not tour wise we're just we like at Body Snatcher, we've been brainstorming mm-hmm. as much as possible to try and come up with something that everybody's not doing that we can we can do to kind of like, you know, deal with this situation somehow and make some something that entertains people, you know, in some way. But we don't know what we're gonna do yet.
0: Yeah, because I know at least for the scene, ideas, I. Yeah, because but... I mean, yeah, dance, Kevin, dance had a really good like thing with uh doing a whole entire live set through like a really high quality like setup but
1: that's what we're, we're trying to do something like that but we're trying to like we're trying to make it like two hours long so that we can like
0: oh damn i, I don't know i don't i'm
1: not going to talk about it because like oh yeah because that want, might
0: be yeah <laughs> i don't want somebody
1: i don't want somebody to like cop like cop copy it, it. Know, and, do, and do it before us so i'm just i'm just We're we're trying to play something, and it's really sick, but hopefully it works out and uh, is here before, you know, somebody else comes up with the same idea.
0: Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I know for, at least for this scene, I've been trying to, like, think of things we could do because I know Bograith, which I don't know if you've listened to them, uh, sick sick dudes, really heavy. um, uh, They did, like, a Twitch live stream, and they got all their stuff set up to go and uh, play, I think they used obs but they also used like some other um like interfaces and stuff i don't remember for sure yeah, i just remember I've them being like, like it uh... was expensive
1: <laughs> yeah that's what i'm saying like like if, if if we do any type of live thing it's gonna be like very very good audio very good ca- like three to oh, five yeah. camera angles you know what i mean and and yeah something cool
0: yeah, like something like uh, oh God, what is it? Audio Tree, I think is what it is.
1: Like yeah, Enterprise yeah, so, Earth is that? So, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Even if we have to like pre-record it, you know, or something, just to make it be as good as possible, like that might be something that we do. But we're trying to like find a way to, to do it a hundred percent live.
0: Oh yeah, and then also because I know they had like I guess a website set up for it, and then everything like that, which it's definitely smart because it was like ten bucks a ticket and it's just yeah. them so you have to i don't know like if any proceeds our, out uh, of that but
1: our booking agent uh works for a company that's like been trying to set things up like that to where like you can like pay 10 bucks to to like watch it but like i don't like i mean yeah cool like
0: but you don't really get to experience it, as it much. exactly
1: yeah. uh, like it it i don't i don't know I don't feel like I should be charging money for that. I mean, it's cool if people like if people want to donate, cool. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, I don't think it should be required for people that are sitting at their house to watch us. I don't think that should be required of them to pay. That's
0: true. I can
1: definitely but see I, that. But if they're like, "Dang, this is really cool," and I know they spent a bunch of money on setting this up and they want to donate, that's, that's cool. Fair. For, like, yeah. For, like we were talking, like I mean, as as a band, like we were talking about. You know being okay with spending like thousands of dollars to make this happen like and not charging people you know what i mean yeah but.
0: yeah for sure it's and i think it also plays to like not really the money side of it but just like the way it's experienced i think plays to like the demographic of what genre you're listening to is because people who are listening to dance cabin dance they're not gonna <laughs> they're not gonna just mosh and hardcore dance on people uh, yeah. <laughs> the whole time, they're just usually just gonna chill, maybe vibe out a bit. Yeah, yeah. But Whereas, you know, if I was gonna see Body Snatcher live via like a live set, be, I'd want exactly. to like punch someone. Yeah. I yeah. I don't want to punch know, anyone. I'll, but... I'll,
1: hopefully, hopefully something, hopefully something happens soon. Hopefully, people like, uh, I'm not gonna get into politics. I just want, oh, yeah. I, just, <laughs> I just want the world to go back to normal, and I want to be able to play shows again. I want to be able to tour again. I want to be able to. See, see all my friends and so whatever you can do to uh make this world (laughs) a cleaner and better place just uh give it a shot you know
0: (laughs) oh yeah no for sure definitely i it was weird we were talking about that um soto and i because uh we i think we got asked to play a show and then we considered it at first um part of it was i forgot to respond but the other part of it was like you know maybe it's just not a good idea because especially with right now the way everything is obviously with covid it's just you know it sucks to have to wait but at the end of the day like you know it, it's not really worth it
1: um sorry if i missed the king conquer talk but any chance of a comeback, especially in the current political climate. Um, there. If the band was to come back, I would not be in it. Um, we've discussed this, and we have been in the talks of having a, a final show, and some of the members have brought up like, hey, would you want to like do one last tour, and that's just not something that, that I feel like I'd want to do, because it's just... that. King Conqueror is just way too much stress on me. Like being on tour with that band was the most stressful of times in my life, and uh, now that I'm in a band where I see like how it works when like everybody's on the same page, it's like that's that's the only band I want to tour with. Yeah. Oh God,
0: dude, synergy is so important. Like. Yeah. uh, Oh.
1: Yeah. (laughs) with, with, With Body Snatcher, it's like everything is touring is easy and touring's hard for everybody touring mm-hmm. body snatcher is easy for us because all four of us get along so well all four of us laugh at the same exact things all four of us like we every, everything's easy it's just it's just easy you know and uh most of the time when you're married to four people it doesn't work like that but with body snatcher it's 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 simple and easy oh, yeah. none of us none of us party none of us drink none of us smoke none of us you know what i mean so it's like
0: you
2: just did con- your own thing yeah
1: exactly we just like we go out to eat like we, we finish playing we pack up our gear we put it in the trailer as fast as possible we go to planet fitness we take showers we eat food and we go to sleep and then we wake up early and start driving and we, we sleep in our van every single night when we're on tour we do not sleep anywhere even if people offer us places to stay we don't we don't stay there because uh, we don't want anything to happen to (laughs) our trailer yeah
0: oh my god yeah dude that seems to just have been super prevalent especially in like the last years I, I, I feel like it was every other like scroll of my news feed that like some bands like trailer got like stolen from taken just all sorts of crazy shit like I think that happened to what Spite I think that's happened too. Uh,
1: um, it's happened to dude, it, it, like the last <laughs> two years. It happened to so many people.
0: Oh my god, dude! It's just so shitty, like, bro. Oh hey, Stevie from uh, Soul Soul joined. Let's go. I don't know if you've listened to Soul
1: Soul, but they uh, are. Uh, hold on a second. They just oh, dropped oh. a
0: new track. Uh,
1: yeah I was supposed to I was actually supposed to mix that and then uh, they never responded to my emails they were like they told me to send an invoice and I emailed back and I never got a response <laughs> and then uh, I'm pretty sure it was sold Soul. hold on I'm looking at my email now oh no I didn't mean to bring up anything bad. no, no I, don't, I don't care I just would have liked them to, to, to respond and say hey um, we're going to have somebody else mix it yeah sold soul but oh no, yeah I mean, guys by the I... way
0: um stevie's actually in the facebook chat so if you're in the twitch chat you probably i mean you might see it on the screen but
1: see i don't see anything on facebook dang
0: <laughs> yeah dude nobody's i mean people are watching like i can see they're I, watching i, I but... don't i don't see any
1: of the comments on uh, on facebook at all
0: oh man i don't know if maybe it's just because it's a weekday but well maybe. no because
1: well Friday i didn't see was... that comment either oh you did uh, yeah
0: oh the what <laughs>
2: normie.
1: No, <laughs> but no, no, no. It it, it doesn't bother me. Uh, I, okay. I was just like, I was like emailing to, to, to um, uh, like check back it and on it. You know what I mean? And I just never got a response back. And then I saw they dropped a song. And I was like, damn.
2: <laughs> yeah. The song's
1: good though. So the the songs the song came out really good.
0: Yeah, it's really interesting. It's a really yeah, weird dynamic cool. that, like, hearing power metal vocals in a deathcore song. is nutty, but yeah dude oh my god deathcore is just at a really experimental time right now and i am all for it like from i think the the moment to me where deathcore started to become like a lot more interestingly like experimental was when i heard brand of sacrifice i heard their interstice ep and like i was like well this band's first off they're gonna blow up like i have no Mm -hmm. doubt about that and then of course they did but like oh God, dude, people are just doing so many cool things. Like, it's crazy. Dude, I feel like,
1: I feel like the comment. sorry, I feel like the comments on Facebook aren't working. Let me see. There's five people watching? Hey, somebody leave a comment on Facebook to see if they're working.
0: Oh, uh, I just left a test, and it looks like they're there.
1: Oh, yeah, I see your test.
0: I'm telling you, dude, Facebook and Reach is That's just... crazy. Awful.
1: Okay, all right, cool. <laughs> um... I'm, oh, just,
0: uh, I'm just I'm just what would be it? your
1: favorite funny story
0: there we go
1: oh wow <laughs> um, the funniest one I said this on a podcast like a week ago but I'll say it on this one too oh yeah um, <laughs> so the funniest one this was like 2009 uh, 2010 I think no it, yeah probably early 2010 so My old band, King Conquer, we were going... We got booked a tour to go to California to sign our contracts with a label. And we got thrown on a tour with We Are The End, um, Within The Ruins, and Attila. And this is like, none of these bands were big at the time. And my brother thought... a lot of these people don't know my brother, but my brother's fucking hilarious and he's really good at making people feel uncomfortable. <laughs> and, uh, but anyways, he also like, didn't know what the singer of Attila's name was. He just knew he was this dude that had long blonde hair at the time. Oh, you know? shit, and, yeah, you're right. And, uh, my brother was like, oh, have a, have a good show, Franz. And he turned around and was like, thanks, man. And my brother was like, wait, he's like, is your name actually Franz? And and he was like, well, I mean, it's it's crisp, but like, yeah, I go by Franz and my brother just started laughing so hard. And then um, my brother thought it'd be really funny to poop in a pizza box and, and <laughs> like put it open. On the merch table while they were playing, and then like there was just an open box of pizza I mean, an open box of poop <laughs> on a merch table. And, like us and within the ruins were like laughing our fucking asses <laughs> off, dude. And like, I don't know, it was really funny. And then the poop got thrown. This was this was in uh in Texas at a place called the White Rabbit, that was like my favorite venue ever.
2: Oh my
0: god, yeah, John, it's coming through on Facebook. It's just the reach on yeah, Facebook yeah, I, is atrocious. I, I
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's actually very delayed on Facebook, too.
0: It might be the case. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to reshare it. I don't know if it'll let me keep sharing to groups. I don't want to get kicked. Oh, no, it ain't, more... ain't even going to yep. fucking let me share to another group because I already shared to like uh, seven. Uh, let's see. Maybe if I mention the word body snatcher, that'll, that'll draw them in. (laughs) There we go. Oh no. Fuck. I know what I should do. Hold on. I got this. I'm going to, I'm going to start a watch party, but I'm going to start it in slam worldwide because that's (laughs) probably, there we go. You got to think outside the.
1: the white uh he said the white rabbit was sick and yes the white rabbit was one of the best venues literally ever hey what's
0: up steve thank you for joining what the up, stream. Steve? <laughs> god i can't wait for like the days when we can i'm in i'm a texas boy i know you are ethan yeah have you listened to sodomize me yeah
1: <laughs> oh no uh huh
0: yeah they're they're pretty dope uh exodus is the one of they're a dual vocalist band um i'm not too sure what are you like into like within like the deathcore genre obviously like bands Me? like body snatch yeah I, I mean i uh i like a,
1: a, like literally everything i like i like old hardcore bands i like new hardcore bands i like I like the newer era of Metalcore more than... Like, Metalcore to kids now is different than Metalcore to me. When I think Metalcore, I think Dead Wars, Prada, Attack, Attack, yeah. stuff like that. Metalcore kids nowadays think uh, Kublacon um, Wait. That, that's is... like... I feel, I feel like a lot of kids, they say, like, Kubicon's a Metalcore band. And I'm like, what?
0: What the Stop fuck? Stop that.
1: <laughs> like...
0: <clears throat> Wait, I'm... N- Actually, you know what? I was going to say I've never heard of anything like that, but that's a lie. Somebody tried telling me that Spite was considered a metalcore band. And I was like, I Yeah,
1: I, I, they're, they're, they're a deathcore band. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, <laughs> they're, they're a deathcore band. But also, deathcore bands back in the day were like, from Florida at least. I know it's different everywhere, but in Florida, deathcore bands were kids that were in hardcore bands that wanted to play a more aggressive, heavier style of hardcore and that was why first deathcore bands were like death metal parts with hardcore parts yeah. it was like you literally had hardcore parts like hardcore two steps and like this skank this beat hardcore parts and that was like that was deathcore to me and then like when I started seeing other stuff come out and kind of take over the deathcore realm it like turned deathcore from like a really tough genre into a way less of a tough genre and more technical genre than it was to -hmm. begin with and i can see that yeah deathcore bands when i started it was like kids were scared to go to those shows because (laughs) people were moshing like assholes and it was sick you know and like then then it turned into like you know doodly 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 you know it turned into like bands like that and and uh i don't know that's why I, i like writing music with my band because I feel like we're we're allowed to bring the old style deathcore back. Honestly,
0: LA. it's making a comeback. I mean, like it's it's been weird. I feel like Deathcore went from like, yeah, techie Deathcore is cool again to like now really weird Deathcore is cool to like, hey, you wanna just beat somebody in
1: the face, Deathcore? We got that for yeah. You. That's the type of shit I like, dude. I like there's a band from fucking uh Australia right now called Honest Crooks. Oh my God, Bands heavy as shit.
0: I'll definitely check them out. I'm listen. I'm always down to like listen to
1: whatever. Yeah. So check them out. Honest Crooks. I like a lot of bands like like Desolated and like beatdown bands. You know, like it's sick. I oh. know. Uh, I don't know how I would describe. Oh, his band. Mm-hmm. Also, Crooks is sick. Yeah, they are. They're sick.
0: Oh God! A minute delay
1: oh no <laughs> Oof. oh on the on facebook uh, on facebook yeah jeez oh that's crazy what was it? That was... all right so what, what do we what do we got next question wise
0: all right so question wise um what started 1776, or, ah, 1776 recordings
1: um well I ran a studio with another dude and we like we built that studio up, and it, we were doing really good. Like, he he lived at my house. He ended up moving into my house, and that's like when we when we started really working together and really booking a lot of stuff. We did, um, not the most recent, but the one before that, Rings of Saturn album. We did the Annihilator, the Egg album. Uh, we did Every Trader's album. We did all the body snatcher stuff. We were like, we were crushing it for, for a while. Oh shit. I didn't know you
0: did egg. Oh yeah. Oh my God.
1: And, uh, so like, you know, me, me and this dude were working really good together. It was really sick. And some shit happened. I'm not really going to go into what happened. but Stuff, stuff happens to where we, we split. And then that year, that was like, that was in 2018 and uh that's that's when i started my own studio called 1776 and uh yep that's the dude <laughs> <laughs> um, but um that's when i started my own thing and in all reality it worked out it worked out really well because all the bands that worked with us like like i was the more personable person you know what i mean so like i was i was the one that all the bands were hanging out with anyways i was the one that was getting into contact with all the bands and booking all the bands i was the one that was tracking and editing everything and you know most of the albums back then he was he was mixing and and i mean some of the albums i would mix but we kind of like we, we kind of tag team the records because we lived in the same house. We like split the workload, basically. But it worked out for me because I was already the one booking the bands. I was already the one talking with everybody and hanging out with everybody and becoming friends with everybody. So it, uh, it sucked at first because I had to like re- rebuild my name up and it took yeah. me a little while to like, I, I mean, let. Luckily, I never got to a point where I had to like go and go and get a job. Like I was still able to pay all my bills with audio work, but um, it was it just slowed down for like six or seven months until I got my name built back up and stuff like that. And uh, what really helped me a lot when that happened was the re-release of Death of Me came out, and and that you know just, that had my name on it. The Traders repent album came out and i i i produced helped write um and recorded and everything me me and steven basically they they came in for that record and um me and steven basically sat in the studio for like almost two weeks and kind of just like wrote that whole record in the studio together and uh yeah and then that so that came out and that that helped me a lot and then ever since then i've just like been pretty constant and uh very very grateful very uh i like you know it's i don't know i don't know how to put it a lot of people don't get to do what i do basically and i I couldn't be more grateful and thankful for everybody that i get a chance to work with
0: oh yeah no it's definitely i know like i actually wanted to ask you this also but like so like, how did you get? So you got started on that while or after the King Conquer?
1: Like. Oh, so I started recording after King Conquer. After King Conquer, so, okay. So basically, while while King Conquer was touring a lot, I was dude. I was so poor. I, I I was staying on my friend's couches in between tours for like four years, and uh, I uh, I didn't have job i had a flip phone i literally was just scraping by and luckily i had really good friends thank you john kirstein thank you anthony tromboli thank you mike wachowski thank you like there's so many friends that like during those four years they let me literally sleep on their couch while i wasn't on tour and they would they literally fed me you know what i mean like, like yeah. i i was grinding very hard, like to A point where most people would not let themselves get, and I got to that low point for like four years. And then, in between tours, I finally found a job that would let me tour. And, and uh, it was there was a cover band from here that uh that would let me set up their stage and tear down stage for 75 bucks a night. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And then in 2013, that band was like, hey, our drummer is leaving, we'll pay you $700 a week to play drums for us. Holy oh, fuck. I was like, "What?" And they're like, "Yeah." And I was like, um, "Well, I'm, I'm in a band." And then, like, I went home and I thought about it, and I was like, "You know, I've never made this much money, especially being involved, like, having it be me playing drums, you know?" Yeah. So, I, that's I took the job, and then our singer in King Conquer quit when I quit, and um, this was 2013. And because I was home all the time playing, like I played five nights a week, but I only played from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. every night. So I had like the entire day, every day. So that's when I started uh, teaching myself how to record and mix and stuff like that. And um, the kid that I ended up running the studio with was, ended up being a member in one of my bands. And uh, yeah, he moved in with me and I basically, taught myself and learned everything that i could i, would, I mean i would sit at my computer for like 12 15 hours a day sometimes and i the thing that i think helped me the best mike ianuzzi what's up dude i know that's probably really delayed but cool sorry <laughs> yeah
0: uh, no you're good you're good
1: but um yeah, I uh, the thing that helped me the most was I didn't jump in and start learning how to mix. That's not what I was that's not what I was focused on. I jumped in and I started learning how to track correctly, how to mic things up correctly and how to edit correctly. And editing correctly is the thing that that, that that's that's what sets people apart because if you can't track and edit, you, you, no matter how good you, you can mix, my mixes are going to sound better if they're tracked and edited better than yours. Even if I'm not a good mixer, it's just going to, everything's going to, everything's going to work together better. And um, so for the first year, I taught myself how to track and edit as good as possible. And dude, I can edit fucking fast as shit. (laughs) Okay. and uh yeah that was it. so before i even started learning how to how to mix that that was what i spent the first year year and a half on was just learning how to track and edit so
0: when you're saying like uh because I, I mean i definitely understand what you mean by track but what exactly uh do you mean in regards to like edit if you wouldn't mind going into that um
1: uh, basically you know some people you can play drums mm-hmm. super tight you know a yeah. lot of people but until you put those drums as close to being on grid as possible especially in the music that i work with
2: mm-hmm.
1: it's going to sound sloppy and once you can cut everything move it and crossfade it and get it all into place to where it sounds like the drummer was 100 percent perfect um you know that that's basically what editing does editing takes a a performance that's kind of swaying back and forth and puts it on to being 100 percent perfect so that it sounds like uh, um, 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 so it sounds almost like it's it's like perfect takes perfect.
2: yeah yeah basically exactly.
1: okay and I, I i do that with guitars i do that with vocals i do that with bass i do that with with everything so if if a but i mean de- de- depending if it's like a, a part where i feel like it, it needs to be kind of ahead of the beat or behind the beat or something like that like i'll i'll leave it but but a lot of like, if it's a breakdown, that's like a pattern, like done, 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 done. If those parts aren't perfectly good, I am not happy with it. And I, I, I'll cut it all up, move it on grid, and crossfade it. But okay. um, yeah, cause that's the uh... same thing with vocals and vocal layers. A lot of people, they'll just let a, a vocalist do, you know, they'll let a vocalist do a main take and then do a layer for a part and then do like a left and right vocal for a part and like they'll track it and there's like a high vocal on the left and a low vocal on the right and you can that that can't work that it just sounds horrible you have to have the same tone on the left and right and you can't copy and paste it has to be tracked separately and then once all that's done every syllable of every word has to make you have to make sure those syllables are hitting at the exact same time or else you're gonna get like a you know, so like yeah. you gotta make sure those S's are all moved to be hitting at the same exact time. And okay. uh, I, I do all of that while I'm tracking. So as I'm tracking guitar, I edit as I'm tracking. Oh as I'm God. tracking vocals, I edit as I'm tra- tracking. And drums are the only thing that I that I edit afterwards. But I also track drums last. So I, a lot of people track drums first. Uh, I track drums last because uh, whenever a band comes to physically record with me, um, I it's it's required of them to have MIDI drums mm-hmm. for every song before they get here. That oh, way, right. at, like, all the tempos are mapped out already. So, like the fr- right when the band gets here, Uh-oh. somebody just yes. Um, <laughs> let me.
0: <laughs> okay there
1: we go, <laughs> there All right, you go. Um, so when a band gets here I they're required to have midi drums so my session is already set up for every single song by the time the band actually flies in and we will track guitars, bass and vocals and anything else to the midi drums because the midi drums are perfect You know, they're perfectly in time. I know exactly how everything's supposed to feel and everything else is edited. And then when we're done tracking all those things, I'll go and then we set up live drums and we we track the drums to a perfectly edited mix. So basically the drummer gets to track drums to like a full mix in his ears and it sounds really good. And that always makes a drummer perform better in my opinion.
0: Okay. Yeah, because I know for me as somebody... Oh, <laughs> you're good. Yeah, it's just right now um, we're, we're doing this, so we've got to make sure it's uh, it looks as nice as possible. No, you're good, though. Don't, uh, don't feel bad. <laughs> it happens. But, but um, anyway, yeah.
1: I, and that I, also makes it to where instead of a band getting here tracking drums and then they have to wait three days for me to be finished editing the drums, you know, now... The way I do it, I track drums last. The band can just leave because that's the last thing we needed to track, and then they don't have to just sit around doing nothing while I edit drums.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because I know for me, as somebody who does vocals, like that's I think the thing I've always been trying to figure out. Like, because people would always tell me do double takes, and Mm -hmm. like when I would record them, you know, I I was like I'm I'm not really sure I'm understanding. I guess because like it wouldn't sound like the way like I hear it on a like other people's mixes and then finally today actually it's funny that you really mentioned it somebody was like yeah you just you do the two tracks and you make them as exact as possible when you do them but you put one left and put one right and the whole time I thought you have a center one and then you also have
2: left
1: a layer
0: right yeah no that
1: that is what you do yeah you do not you you don't want to have just a left and just a right See how I will I would track vocals is I'll do a main track through a whole song. Depending on the vocalist, I'll do a second main track throughout the whole song. So every single word that he sings is sang twice, and those will be and then I'll have it edited so tightly that you can't t- you can't tell that it's that it's that it's two different vocals. It sounds like one vocal. It just sounds bigger and fatter and and better. Some vocalists don't need that some vocals just one t- like 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 one main track through the whole song and then I'll go back and if like I'll I'll basically work like a hip hop producer and I'll take certain phrases at the end and I'll be like hey repeat those three words twice and then so they'll do a layer of those three words, come back to another layer of those three words and those will be left and right with a center vocal. Okay. So it'll be like a like a la 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 la, you know what I mean? Like like. Mm-hmm. So that's. I wish I could share my screen right now. I would show you. I, like, listen, I, I wish you could too. I, I can't. Sh- I can share my screen, can I?
0: Uh, you can actually if you hit where you go for the video yep. right yeah, next to it. yeah.
1: I'll show you something real quick. Hold on.
0: I, listen, I'll take any insight. I'm just trying to get this figured I, I, out as best as possible.
1: I don't think you'll be able to hear it actually. Uh, no, I
0: probably won't. If anything, um, maybe it's something we can kind of look into off stream. But,
1: but yeah, I can.
0: Uh... Well, let me
2: see.
1: I'll, I'll, I'll send you. I have a video on YouTube that's not listed that I send to everybody that's oh, tracking shit. vocals, and I, I'll send it to you, and you'll be able to you'll be able to learn from it.
0: Oh hell yeah! I'm <laughs> listen. I'll take that all day. And actually, I'm really curious. What was vocally? Because I do vocal. it could be for any other thing really but what has been the most interesting thing of the people that you have worked with if you don't want to mention them that's fine who has been the the most most interesting to work like on their stuff like whether that's their vocals guitar work drum work things Um, like that
1: honestly probably this band called fiends from Florida they're not a band anymore but um yeah, this band called Fiends. They're they're different. I don't know. It just like wasn't like your typical heavy band that was out at the time. And I don't know. They just they 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 kicked a lot of ass. And I don't know. The, their bass player did clean vocals. But like they weren't kids that were like in the hardcore scene or the metal scene. It was like they look like. I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, but they kick a lot of ass. And you should you should listen to them. They have a yeah. song called uh, they have a song called Keep Me in the Dark. And uh that shit it, it rips. Uh other than that, I'd say like like my favorite vocalist to work with is uh this dude from Florida named Adam Mercer. And, that, uh,
0: yeah, okay, yeah, from um Why can I think uh, of it? He
1: Awakened Providence. Yes.
0: I don't know why. <laughs>
1: and and uh Entombed in the Abyss
0: yeah dude his vote i remember watching him on youtube back in the day
1: that dude.
0: oh my that kid, god that,
1: that kid practices vocals two hours a day but and but he's not like he's he's not cringy about it he's the most normal person and he just comes in so prepared he knows everything he never loses his voice he can he can scream for hours mm-hmm. and never loses his voice and uh actually if, if like in my opinion if anybody should be the vocalist for Lorna Shore. It should be that kid.
0: Dude, I, you know, honestly, the only reason I knew it was CJ at the time was because I had some inside information on that. Um, no, I'm, I'm saying after but, the
1: CJ thing. I oh, think, yeah. I, think Adam Mer- I mean, even before the CJ thing, I thought oh, Adam should have been the vocalist.
0: <laughs> I, I either thought, I thought it was either going to be Adam. If I hadn't have gotten that insight, I either thought it was going to be Adam or I thought it would be Will Ramos. Yeah even though will ramos i think did fill in um yeah yeah he did
1: he filled in for that uh and will's a really good vocalist as well oh my
0: god yeah will is oh dude such a a tiny body but has such a god fucking monstrous ass voice yeah oh my god dude i remember hearing him on awaken providence and i was like Mm -hmm. those highs are disgusting and nutty and so clear oh my god but yeah let me see sorry i'm getting like messaged like
1: people oh, now yeah, i yeah. guess
0: they're like oh you doing you doing the thing nice <laughs> yeah. let me hop on yeah no um let's see what else do we got questions wise actually um i guess one more thing in regards to the like 1776 um actually two things one wh- what was the name like where was that inspiration from because when uh, i think okay. of 1776 i think of uh <laughs> i think of i think was it the revolutionary war something like that
1: i don't the constitution
0: that's
1: right yeah yeah but uh declaration of independence um right right. i don't know i think so um anyways that was a uh that was the last king conquer record that was put out and i just felt like that name was like already it was already like connected to my name in a way you know what i mean so i felt like it just worked
0: yeah okay and
1: actually i forget who came, who who said that i should name it that it wasn't even me somebody else told me that fuck i wish i wish i could remember <laughs> who called me but i was like damn that's such a good name because i was i was gonna call it something else i, I was gonna call it six gallon studios
0: you know yeah. that actually it has a ring to it i i, I don't hate it but yeah. now that i already hear 1776 i'm like
1: that's like that's yeah. right there that's- yeah yeah <laughs> But yeah I, I was thinking about six gallon studios and somebody goes dude why don't you call it 1776 recordings and i was like dang that's that's a good one
0: <laughs> I'm like yeah and it's not like, this... i feel
1: i feel like that's easier to to when somebody tells you the name you can remember it because it's it's a number that you've heard your whole life you know so <clears throat> excuse me
0: no you're good um
1: so uh yeah i just uh i picked that one instead
0: okay so i guess i'm starting to run on a little bit of a time crunch so if anything um i, I we already kind of approached the what have you been working on on the pandemic at least as far as the body snatcher stuff goes that's kind of been answered but i guess you know what's what's so what's been going on in chris's life you know how how have you honestly been like working uh, with the pandemic i know you had like a post the other day that was like i know you I'm were going depressing.
1: through something yeah yeah I, uh, well um i uh i don't know like now I'm, I'm doing really good I've, uh, I've started working out really heavy again and um when the pandemic first hit i wasn't going to the gym i was just sitting in my house it <laughs> yeah. sucked. i had a band here like for the first two weeks of like lockdown and like and uh, then nothing and then i mean i'm still working you know i was still like mixing and stuff but work has definitely slowed down a lot oh yeah
2: people
1: are people aren't trying to spend as much money and people are not trying to go to places to record right now and especially in florida <laughs> oh, no. and yeah i just like i kind of like got into a little like dark patch just uh and i can't even explain why my my like my life is going great i have no complaints uh or i shouldn't i shouldn't have any complaints basically like i have i have food to eat. i have a roof over my head i can you know it, it, i have a great girlfriend uh, every everything that anybody could want you know what i mean and it to a certain extent i'm not like super well off or anything but i but morally i should have no complaints so you know i got in a dark patch and i just had to remind myself that you know everything's really not as bad as it could be my, my life could be a lot worse right now so yeah. uh I, I i felt a lot better the past uh past few, few days working out has definitely done a, a huge thing and i feel like if, like for people that are are depressed or like they're in a depressed state right now the worst thing that you can do is stay in your house all day and literally the the, the thing that will help you the most is get out in the sun and get your heart rate up that's you know what i mean for at least 30 minutes a day and it and it will change your your attitude as, as much as you don't want to do it it will I promise
0: yeah because it's definitely one of those things like you have to be doing something like I know for me honestly if I didn't get this new PC upgrade like with after paying bills with the stimulus check mm-hmm. and like being able to finally start acting on like doing podcast stuff doing streaming stuff be able to yeah. like upgrade how I do my recordings for mm-hmm. some commission worker stuff like that like I don't know what I would be doing honestly I probably would be super like depressed more so than i sometimes get but like yeah it's just you've got to find something like yeah to keep you going like mm-hmm. whether it's exercise whether it's you know maybe discovering new hobbies fuck build gundams i know people do gunplay that shit's yeah, looks like a hell of a lot of fun i used to build zoids then, uh, back in the day
1: <laughs> it was also getting really hard for me to write music and uh but i don't know i feel like i feel like today i kind of i kind of I kind of like reached, oh I made it over the hill basically.
0: Oh hell yeah, yeah no that's awesome dude. I'm really so like was that with working with one of the bands that you're currently like
1: doing stuff with, or is this like your own thing like? With I just Spatcher, like, or... I just you know I try and keep I try and stay writing music just because you know some some uh, something cool might happen. If you got extra time, might as well use it. Yeah. You
0: know? Oh yeah, no for sure. If you've definitely got the time to like make something out of you know nothing
1: <laughs> do it yeah yeah
0: definitely do that but and then i guess other than that uh, or that question is there anybody or any bands that you really just want to shout out or just like give any like props or thanks to or yeah,
1: yeah yeah. i think uh everybody should check out a band from florida called Broadmoor. i think that band is uh one of the heaviest bands in florida Everybody should check out a band called Two Piece. Yes, they're, they're also one of my favorite bands from Florida.
0: Yeah, you record. Yeah, I think I caught a live stream of you like recording them, right? Packing vocals
1: with yes, them. Yes,
0: yeah. we played with them and Mega Church. That shit. Yeah, yeah. Was, <laughs> I would never seen Two Piece I, before. Oh I really. love
1: that band. They're super so, Yeah. Oh
0: God, dude, they're so good. I when they came on the stage, I was like, Is this is? Is it literally yeah. just Two Piece? And then they started yeah. playing. And I was like. This shit slaps. All right. Oh, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. That band is so good.
0: Oh, my God. Uh, yeah.
1: um, let's see. I know there's, like, a lot of people that I should say yo to, but, uh, yeah, I, I can't really think of anything right now. I don't know. Sh- shout out to, like, to every band that, that hits me up and works with me. Like, it's, like, it's life-changing ch- for real. Like, it, it really does make it to where I can, I can live my life doing something that i love because uh i love i love the heavy music scene and uh i love helping bands grow and when bands kick ass i help them grow and i don't know it's just something that i really like so yeah thank you to all all those people i have like the rest of my year almost booked out completely right now so it's like it's really sick yeah
0: yeah no that's awesome dude that's actually really good and it's definitely like it's crazy you know If it just wasn't for, like, one thing maybe happening in your life, you wouldn't be where you are. And that's
1: crazy to really think about. Not at all. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I I definitely would not be here. (laughs) Yeah, 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 I don't know what I'd be doing. I'd probably be working at Home Depot or something.
0: (laughs) Ah, yes. The (laughs) the complete parallel. (laughs) Yeah. No, but, like, if you had any insight to give, this isn't a question that's on here, but I think it would be a good question that ended on you know if you were to give any insight on anything because i know we talked about networking we talked about um actually i think maybe that's all we really kind of talked about as far as like getting your foot in someone in the music industry other than touring
1: yeah uh, yeah like Like, what like, like band growth wise
0: maybe yeah band growth and just like growth within like whatever music scene you're in you know i mean outside of touring and
1: my 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 biggest thing would be it's really easy to like your own music. It's really easy to think because it's, because it's your music, you're, you're going to, you're going to be attached to it and you're going to think that it's really good. But the thing that I try and teach people to do is to really sit back and listen to songs that you're writing and listen to them with an outsider's point of view and really analyze everything that you're doing because nine times out of ten there's a way to make it better and you need like really focus on that like I can't tell you I can't tell you a song that like I've ever been a part of where I'm like damn that song is the best you know (laughs) and (laughs) But a lot of people, a lot of people that are that are starting out in bands, that that's that's their mentality when they write a new song, which is awesome. It's it, it, it's great to be stoked on it, but be stoked on it and also figure out ways to analyze it correctly so that you can continue to grow as a musician and and as a songwriter. Is writing songs is a hard thing to do, right? Like writing cohesive songs that are seamless, that have parts from part to part without people going like, wow, that was a weird part change. That's a really hard thing to do. So like that's like the, the main thing that I can tell people to practice on, especially when it when it comes to an upcoming band.
0: Oh yeah.
1: Like l- listen to your favorite bands and, and 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 really analyze things to to be able to pick out the differences and, and why one song sounds more like a complete song than, than your than song maybe. does
0: yeah because i know for me personally like every time i record like if i go back and listen to our ep you know people enjoy that ep but in the back of my head i'm like no i could have done so much more on this yeah and then it's just like a constant cycle but then there's like every once in a while you get that like one where you're
1: like okay also also another huge thing is don't don't be afraid to spend money when when you're when you're coming up and i and i get it i grew up i grew up very poor Whenever all my bands were first starting out, out we couldn't afford literally anything. I, I played a CB drum set with King Conker for fucking six years, which is like a, a literal $200 drum set. And, um, but if you have ways to, to do it, if everyone in your band can save up money, try and save up money and record with somebody that knows what they're doing, because it's gonna make a world of a difference. And also spend money on music videos. And if you're a band that's first starting out, you want the first song you put out to be a music video. You don't want to just put a song out. So make sure you have a music video and a good recording for the for the first release that you put out.
0: Oh, yeah, definitely. Because I know back in the day when I, like Zero Thaumia first started, I one of the ways I tried to analyze things was like, okay, so I know that Slam Worldwide on an average if a band is like at least maybe at average or above average it gets around like maybe 5k views and so Mm -hmm. i was like okay but so what are these bands doing and then i would also see okay who's doing music videos who's doing lyric videos why is this working better than this
1: music videos always get like double the views
0: yeah and that's something i found out because when we released arrakis as like a one-off single um I had thought because I was looking through and I was like wow okay I mean I'm seeing a lot of stuff like lyric videos wise but then you know I wanted to take like an assessment from like my newsfeed and was like hey guys you know what what do you like to see more and then after the Arrakis video came out that was a lyric video it was like hey so we actually yeah we we like music videos more and so it was definitely one of those like fuck (laughs) like moments but it's definitely something now we're taking into account I know we've been talking and we definitely want to work with, I think his name is Kevin, the guy who works on uh strangled music videos.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He does really good videos.
0: Yeah. Cause I know Soto's doing our mixing and mastering. Um, cool. We're trying to do all the recording stuff and everything on our end. But yeah, good.
2: yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm about to,
0: about to hit up our guitarist to be like, Hey, so I'm going to send you this. <laughs> I'm using it
1: when I, so I'm whenever sure. whenever we get off, uh, whenever we get off live, I'll I'll do a screen capture with you for a second and I'll, and I'll show you how I edit a couple of the things. OK, hell yeah. I just don't, I just don't want to put it on here right now. <laughs> it's, it's really boring and no one would know what I was talking about. Yeah,
0: you're good. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you use Mac, right? So, I mean, yeah, that's I probably... mean, same,
1: same thing. Yeah, it's, it's, it's the same in, in every DAW. Yeah.
0: OK, perfect. But yeah, we can definitely talk about that. Uh, after the stream, but I guess that's pretty much it. And we're ending on a pretty good time. We've been going for about an hour and 31 minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, it's just, you know, it's been really awesome talking to you. Especially, I know I really wanted to talk to you because I know your name, I don't remember when your name exactly came up to me or for me. I think it was maybe I discovered Daily Plaza.
2: Yeah. And okay. I saw,
0: I think I saw your name mentioned there. And I was like, man dudes doing some good stuff and then i would see that you would do stuff or like you would talk
2: with soto a lot and i was like man
1: yeah he's like doing stuff. i mixed the strangled thing yeah out. yeah and i was just
0: like man this guy is just hitting just doing hard hitting mixes and mastering in production i'm just like i i want to talk to this guy thank you and then yeah no <laughs> you're you're good i'm just glad soto kind of and I guess that's a good example, you know, of networking. I don't know if we would have gotten yeah. this going if Soto didn't exactly. say something.
1: Yeah, without Soto saying something, probably, probably wouldn't have happened.
0: Yeah, no, it's just, it's crazy. It's crazy how important those things are. And like, you don't really think about them until you like get to that point of like, yeah. man, where do I where do I go from
1: here? But no, dude, it's been absolutely- really
2: Go ahead. I was gonna
1: say, it's, it's really like, life life is about making friends and those friends help you succeed.
0: Oh yeah. A hundred percent. But yeah, no, man. Like I've a hundred percent appreciated this conversation, this talk. It's been awesome getting to know about you, getting to know about what you've done, what you are doing. Cause I know I'm going to be definitely following what you're doing like more so now than before. Cause now, I, now I know more so like of the project you've been working on everything like that. Yeah. It's just like, my man, you have such a good resume oh my god yeah no 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 for sure it's well deserved well deserved um but definitely uh for anybody who is watching this stream which it looks like is quite a few people still i think um definitely hit this man up like if you want a hard-hitting song single album whatever please hit this man up
1: if you want music 1776 recordings.com yeah (laughs) Oh yeah, I think I actually had the website up, but. You know. Oh, sick. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do.
0: Okay. Yeah, cool. But it's. It looks so nice. I'm not gonna lie. I'm because I used to do what? web design back in the day. Um, Dude, really? I just redid
1: it yesterday. That that uh, that's that makes me stoked.
0: Yeah, it looks really good. Um, honestly, I don't have really anything negative on it. Honestly, you did really good.
1: Thanks, dude. Yeah, I, uh, I redid did it all the other day, and um, yeah, cool. I spent a lot of time on it actually the other day. <laughs>
0: yeah, cause is this, cause this doesn't look like it's by someone, right? Like you did, all, did you do all the coding and stuff, or I, did you? I,
1: I, I did it uh, with Wix.
0: With okay, I was about to say. Like, I was like, man, was if like, you just uh, straight coded uh, this.
1: <laughs> no, 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 no. I I did like. I mean, I started with like a blank template and then I just like I, I put everything in there, but they have like boxes you can drag in and text you can drag in and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, man, I miss web design so much, but like I never found because when I graduated from More Norman, which is like a technology center or vocational center, I got really into Adobe Muse, which I don't know if anybody knows that exists, but it's for web design and it makes it really fucking easy, but nobody like would hire in it because nobody huh. knew who it was and so that kind of led to my moving away from web design but i still can right. tell a good website from a from a distance so yeah yeah uh yeah lawyer websites though lawyer websites are not good <laughs> nine times out of ten they really don't... oh my god i'm sure i could probably find a pretty terrible lawyer website and send it to you
1: I, I'm I'm never happy with my website. I change it so much. I'm like, God, people are gonna leave after two seconds if it's not cooler.
0: <laughs> yeah, I will say, if anything, um, the services you might just leave out the the like the layer, like the behind layer of it, and just keep the it the, with the black.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: That's probably the only thing. Other than that, yeah, it's it's pretty aesthetically pleasing.
1: Cool. <laughs> but no so take take out take out the black layer behind the photos or behind the lettering
0: so i would say yeah, instead it. of because the photos that you have right those photos yeah. are um uh, you just put like the black box there i would take out the black boxes on the photos yeah and maybe um keep it with the wording there and then for services just take out the uh the layer behind it like the shadow yeah, layer, yeah, yeah. and then yeah honestly other okay, than that cool. Yeah, cool. I think it would look pretty good. I think kind oh, of man. my advice to you, as you kind of gave to me of listening to people that you, you know, that you want to have your mix or you songs sound like everything like that. Maybe you should look at some other websites. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's, it's definitely cool. But yeah, please hit them up. Like man does massive work. Um, if I had the abundant amount of money, I would probably just, throw it all your way Uh,
1: but
0: no and Soto's already
1: got us anyway at the moment so yeah oh yeah Soto is the man
0: yeah he does need to be charging more for that
1: though and you're getting a great deal yeah
0: I was like my man's only basically doing mixing mastering for
1: 150 bucks like that's a crazy
2: that's a stupid
1: big dudes like like there's like like people think that a lot of people will like get get a quote from me, and they're like, wow, that's way too expensive. And I'm like, dude, I charge like an eighth of what your favorite people... producers are charging. Oh, you God. Know I mean? like, yeah. Like, I... The the big dudes, they're, they're charged like, you want to go record a record with, with <laughs> I'm not going to say any names, but like, you know, your favorite band's producers in metal, you're going to pay 30 grand. You're going to pay 40 grand for that record. It's... You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, it's insane. So, I know, I know, I know that number is really huge for a lot of people. Um, that, like that, number is yeah. that, that that number is is unrealistic for pretty much everybody, including myself. Um, but the you know the bands that are they're working with are label bands, and the labels are paying that. You know what I mean? So that's the difference. But whenever a band's like they're like, oh, I want to have the dude that makes this huge band makes my record, and the dude's like, all right, give me two thousand bucks a song you know they're like what yeah
2: <laughs>
1: but then like when I'm like when I tell people 400 bucks a song there's some people are like holy crap but then there are some people that are like holy crap that's so cheap at the same time <laughs> you know what I mean so oh yeah so sure. luckily l- luckily there there's people that you know they, they know the difference and you know the people that are surprised at how cheap it is keep me afloat you know oh yeah and I'm, honestly all the people that try and talk me down i mean uh, there's a lot of times like if if a kid if a band or something they seem really nice and really genuine like I, I i work with bands a lot and and i'll come down on pricing a lot just to because i grew up poor and i never got to record at a really good studio and i like to help people out you know and so I'll come down to my price quite a bit a lot of the times if the, if the people seem very genuine about it But nine times out of ten the people that I give deals to don't come prepared and And they don't they like they have way more revisions at the end They want to change all this stuff way more than like a band that That's like, oh, wow you're actually way cheaper than i was expecting yeah. those bands come in so prepared so ready to go and they're just like play everything super good so there's, there's, a, there's a there's a difference and, you, and you, you can always tell but oh yeah for sure but, but, yeah. <laughs> i mean there's been times when i gave people really good deals and they came in they were very appreciative and they came in very very prepared but a lot of times if it's somebody trying to like hassle me and like Bar- barter with me, basically, <laughs> like yeah. like they're like, hey, cut your price in half, and and I don't know <laughs> something, and and if I finally be like, all right, let's just do it, then those are those are the projects that are always hell.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I've definitely watched like videos of like, oh god, what is his name? There's a dude who has like a channel on YouTube where he like does like mixing and mastering. He has like stories about them. He's like, long, I don't remember what uh, his
1: name is. Old guy.
0: Yeah. Long hair. Yep.
1: Glenn Fricker.
0: Yeah. Hell <laughs> <sighs>
1: oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's it's definitely interesting to see the conversations that like people in like your line of work
1: have. Oh dude, I, I've, <laughs> uh, I actually sent I sent uh, one into Glenn Fricker a conversation between you. Did you really? Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> god that's like oh if you record me for free i'll I'll get you like all this publicity of all this stuff like, no you won't like like you might post about it on your facebook once to your 500 friends but like that's not gonna do anything for me you know like (laughs) it's not even that like i don't even like tell them that i'm just like dude like like this is my job like i work at this desk from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. every single day just like anybody else does like like why would I go to work for free yeah exactly
0: like Like, oh no man it's all good I'll play you an exposure what you spent like 50 hours on this art
1: yeah exactly (laughs) like like oh (laughs) yeah 400 bucks a song to mix five songs and you put in 15 hours a day for a week and a half you know what I mean and (laughs) it's like yeah <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the, that's a long time.
2: <laughs> oh,
1: uh, my but god. yeah.
0: And then uh, the, but I could do a better job at, for way cheaper, and it's like, okay, then, they will do it. Yeah. Then yeah. <laughs> get on out of here. But yep. oh my god, yeah. But anyway, so hit him up. Chris is really good. Hopefully, one day I can hit him up for that. Give them that sweet $400, those crispy <laughs> dollars. Um, yeah, honestly, I think we're good. Anything awesome. else you want to say?
1: Uh, not really. I mean, thanks for having me. I had a good time.
0: Yeah. No, I mean, <laughs> listen, I'm glad because the last thing I want to make anybody feel or have anybody feel on this is awkward or anything like that. As yeah, long as no, you can no. just
1: vibe and chill. Very, very easy. Yeah.
0: Hell yeah. That's what I'm all nice. about. But it was all a right. great job. thank you. <laughs> thank you but um all right we'll cut it here guys again go check out 776 recordings go check out body snatcher um both are great and uh we'll see you next time this should be on a podcast uh format pretty soon um maybe look for it in the next like day or so but all right peace out Bye. Bye.